Doug, how have you guys uh, handled the early adversity from a locker room perspective? We're just trying to get everyone and, and, and pull everyone together. You know, it's tough because, you know, obviously everyone's frustrated and we've got to be able to communicate, you know, our frustration and get everyone pulling in the same direction. Hey, Doug, what advantages do you have having done this trip every year, or I guess the Jags having done this trip every year that a team like the Eagles wouldn't have doing it for the first time? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I think you know, having done it uh, a couple times and even in my past, I think you just kind of know how you're going to feel. You know, you know, you know about the flight. You know what you have to do. And, you know, we truly we, we, we try to just get our older players, guys that have done it before, you know, just to talk to our younger guys or, or guys that haven't made the trip before of just, hey, this is how it is. This is about the flight. This is what you need to do. I think everybody pretty much has, um, you know, all the plans from a science standpoint and all that other stuff. It's just a matter of, you know, the players just believing it and, um, and then go ahead and doing it. So a lot of that is more of just, you know, making sure they know, you know, hey, this, this, this part of it is tough, this part's tough. Hey, this is where you're going to start to feel better. And then, hey, you know, then we should be, you know, right on schedule for game day. So basically that's, that's, that's what goes on. And what's the biggest challenge or the biggest obstacle? I think, you know, obviously the, the, the biggest challenge is, is probably these next 48 hours. You know, just making sure you're taking care of yourself and then just probably, honestly, making sure you're able to sleep on the plane and then staying awake the next day. <laughs> so, I mean, that's it right there. That, I mean, it's not rocket science, but... Doug, I, I know that you uh, responded to uh, Doug Peterson's comments in his books about uh, watching the Jaguars game in the AFC Championship and how he didn't think you guys were aggressive enough. Uh, but have you spoken to him since then? No, you know, I, I don't I don't know Doug on that level. I have a ton of respect for him as a coach and um you know and, and I think that's that's fine. That that stuff doesn't really doesn't really phase me. I mean, you know, whenever you do something and you're not gonna win a game, um, you know, it, it opens it up for everything. I mean, there's times that's that myself when I look back and hey, you know, I could have made better decisions to put our team in a, in a better situation. There's no doubt about it. So I don't, I don't have any problems at all. I know he's a great coach, I'm, and I'm sure from everything I heard from everyone that he's a great guy. So, you know, I, I've had no issues with that. Have you noticed uh, the rest of the league following um, his lead? Uh, I mean, I, I know that there's been other coaches that have been aggressive in, on fourth down beforehand and on two-point conversions. Have you noticed there being a sea change this, this season? I think Doug does a great job in that. I think that, you know, he knows his team, he knows what they can do, and and um, and, and you see that in, in, in how they perform. So um, I just think, you know, now what's going on, I think it all depends on, you know, each coach has their own opinion or, or what they should do. And it's hard to it's hard to talk about, you know, what someone else is doing, you know, if you don't have, um, you know, you have different tools in, in the toolbox. So, um, you know, but it does seem like, you know, people are being more aggressive this year. It seems like you might be a little more aggressive, too. Uh, is that true? Do you believe that, and why is that? Well, I think I think I, I was, you know, if you look at the past, I've been aggressive in special teams, situations like that. I just, um, you know, I have a philosophy that, you know, I try not to, I try not to take the, a game away, you know, by making calls. But if I feel good about it and I think we can execute it and I like the matchups, I have no problem calling it. Hey, Doug, um, you know, when, this, when the schedule came out and this game was set up, you know, you're looking at two of the final four teams, uh, so to speak, from last season. Do you kind of see this game now as, you know, both you and the Eagles pretty much needing a win in order to keep, you know, your season alive, hope, you know, hopes alive, basically? 
Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the reality is, hey, you know, we're one game back and we still got our division games to play. You know, that's the reality. And really, in the NFL, you know, every game is is so important uh, to what you do. So, you know, when it gets to, like, people say, well, hey, is this a must-win game? Is this, you know, it really, every game you go into, you know, you're trying to project that it's a must-win game. And then, you know, you just got to get back to work and go to work. So, you know, I think, um, you know, for both teams, they're trying to go in there and win. No different if it was week one or week eight. You know, I think later on in the year, obviously, um, you know, when you're mathematically at it or, you know, out of it or mathematically in it, then I think, yeah, then then it gets more to the, you know, the, the do or die because you're either in or out. But right now, you know, everyone everyone's going to do the best day job to uh, to win because, it, you know, every game is a must win. Coach, what do you think has been the main issue with you guys over the past few weeks? I mean, it's, it's the same as, you know, a lot of teams in the league, you see it, you know, you get a lot of injuries. We have multiple, multiple injuries on the offensive side. And, you know, we have some injuries on the defensive side. So last year we were fortunate. We stayed healthy. Um, but, again, that's not an excuse. We've got to, you know, be able to do things, put players in position and make plays. Really, you know, the games that we've won, we've been able to make plays. And the games that we lost, we haven't been able to make, you know, any plays. And it really goes to all three phases, not just one. Doug, what did you take away from your time with Jim Schwartz in Buffalo? I think, I mean, you know, it go, probably goes earlier than that. You know, I, when when Jim was probably with the Titans, and you know, I think I was with New York and playing against his defenses, and you know, having a lot of you know people that I knew that worked for Jim, like Jim Washburn and I knew each other very well, and you know, just the job that he did. I think that you know when people do their research and you look at guys that have been defensive coordinators, um, you know, the job he's done, he's probably one of the best you know, third down guys and, you know, schematically. Then my time with him wasn't um, anything unusual. Uh, no stone unturned, uh, you know, is on everything, has a, a, a great philosophy, truly believes in it, gets the, the players to play hard, um, can do a great job, can overcome, can make adjustments. That's what I think the one thing he does extremely well. Um, and, and, it, and he really is, um, you know, he's outstanding. And it's, um, you know, he's, he's a great defensive coordinator, um, and, and I think he does a great job in, in running the football team also. He has that, uh, that, that, that Georgetown economics background. In, in what way does he use numbers to his advantage? Well, one of the things, you know, I, I can't stand Georgetown because I went to Syracuse and I hate him. But, and I, I, I knew I was in trouble. I said I got a Georgetown guy on my staff. But, he, um, you know, he's extremely smart. And it's like all of us. I mean, we use the numbers. We use the analytics. And those things are great, and they all make sense. But the, the part of it where the coaching part gets involved is, you know, hey, I know what the numbers say, but do we have the right people in the right matchups? Do we have the people in the right gaps? Do we have, the, you know, the right pressure? Do we have the right way to force the quarterback out? Do we have, you know, I think when people talk to me about analytics, I tend to say, hey, listen, we listen to those numbers, we look at them, but then we have to look at, you know, what we're working with to see, you know, how those numbers work out and how we can put those numbers to our advantage. What has been the message this week to Blake Bortles, and what do you see when you look at the Eagles' defense? Well, the message this week for our team, it's, it's, it's no mistake, is that, you know, the turnovers are killing us. Last year at this time, you know, we had like 16 takeaways. Now we only have five. You know, we're like minus nine. And uh, the turnover battle well, last year, we were plus eight. I mean, so for, for us, what we're doing is we're just spending a lot of time, uh, more time now than we have before, uh, on indiv- you know, during the individual period of, hey, takeaways and uh, securing the football and, and ball security. 
and really just as far as everyone else is just, hey, that level of focus, that level of enthusiasm um, that we had and being able to overcome adversity, which we did, we've done before. Most of the guys here, obviously last year we overcame adversity early in the year and making sure that, hey, we all have to be on the same page and we all have to be pulling in the same direction. Why does Blake give you the best chance to win over Cody? Well, you know, Blake has done it before, and again, when I first uh, I first made the move right after the game, I told him, you know, we, we weren't playing well, you know, in all three phases, and the only thing you really have, at least in my opinion, my philosophy to do, is to make sure, hey, you take the quarterback, you know, you pull him to the side, and then you watch, and you see how people respond, their level of focus, because, you know, it's really the one position that you do that to, you know, you can do it to anyone else on the field, so... That was the purpose of the move move at the time. And then, you know, just from my standpoint, you know it's going to have to go back and people are going to put it on, you know, the one position, even though you try to explain your decision to everyone, you know, which is happening, which is not a problem. You know, it's expected, and it's more of not just that position, but it's more of just everyone, you know, giving us the best opportunity to win, and we'll make those adjustments as the week goes on. Hey, can I, can I, um, I want to ask you about a local guy for us, uh, David Greenidge, who, you know, three weeks ago was on your practice squad and ended up starting last week at tight end. Like, you know, what you've seen from him as far as his progression? Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's always difficult. David's been a guy that's been on our practice squad, and now is his chance to show, you know, that he deserves to be on this league. I think like anything else, you know, when you first go in there and you've got to work hard, there's going to be a learning curve for him. You know, you see him going through it. As a matter of fact, both of our tight ends, you know, weren't even on the roster, you know, right now when, um, when we started. You know, the guys that, are, that played last week. So, you know, it, it's a challenge for us, but again, it, it's it's difficult. You, you, David, we've worked with. Um, you know, he has the ability, but like I always say, there's a lot of people that have the ability to play the game of football. But the problem with the sport of football is the performance business that you need to you know you need to do that on Sunday. So I think that you know David did a nice job last week, and we'll see. I I always think it, from the first game to the second game, you know, with with first year players or young players or first time starters is where you see the greatest growth. Doug, I know you don't you don't handle personnel, but Carlos Hyde really seems to fit your style of running the football. Why did it take so long to make this move? Well, I think, you know, it, there's a lot of things that go into it. You know, I'm not sure. I think I don't want to say that we weren't trying earlier when we were, but, you know, you know how it works when, you know, these things go on between teams. You know, it takes two. You know, you got to have to have two, you know, two people willing to do it. So uh, we're just excited right now that we have him. You know, he does fit into the style that we would like to play. And um, he practiced today for the first time out on the field. And, you know, we're excited about him. Thanks, Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Yep.